Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm gonna finish my bagel. I'll be right back. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm still recording. My cell is exploding, but I'm ignoring everyone calling. It's two o'clock in the morning. That was just a little piece of a brand new Roach Clip track. The one and only Roach Clip from Rogue Status, new track called 2AM. He should be dropping it soon, I think. I'm not sure. But uh, he sent that to me in an email and was like, hey, check this out. Let me know what you think. And I decided that I would play a little bit of it for all of you guys with, uh, with no permission from him. So I apologize. But uh, he does have a new EP coming out soon that he is working on, a little solo project. And uh, I believe that's going to be on it. So you can check out his stuff at roachclip805.bandcamp.com. They got a few things up there. His solo album, The Downside, a project that he did with Famous Deuce of Rogue Status called 1224, as well as Throwing Out the Club, which which is a previously unreleased album by Roach Clip and Awesome Ty. And it was kind of like a club album that I want to say just got swept under the rug somewhere. And it just recently dropped. So you can find all that shit on Roach Clip's Bandcamp. Uh, There you go. I promoted you so you can't be mad that I played your song without permission. Um, We are still on vacation for the regular listener of the show. You're like, why am I not hearing new things? Well, you are. I'm talking right now and this is new. Okay? I don't know how vacations work. So I'm still recording tiny podcasts before our re-uploads because uh, I think this is like a therapy for me in some way. I feel weird when I don't do it. So, uh, the other day, we did a re-upload for uh, the past, present, and future of marijuana. And that was one of our listener favorites. And I have another one today. But before we get to that, I figure I would let you know how my vacation is going. So... Where we left off, I had just discovered Twin Peaks. Now, I don't know how many people out here watch Twin Peaks. This is a crime drama mystery show from 1990. And there was uh, two seasons back then. And the third season just rebooted 27 years later in 2017. So, uh, this show is amazing. (laughs) It has... I don't know, if you've seen Portlandia, then the mayor of Portland stars as the main guy in this show, uh, Special Agent Dale Cooper. It's actor uh, Kyle McLaughlin, and that was what attracted me to the show, because I watched Portlandia, I saw the mayor and his crazy character, and then I saw the cover for this, and it was like Twin Peaks, and I saw the mayor of Portland super young, and I was like, that's weird, I know that guy. But I never really watched it until this recent season came out and then everybody blew up about it. And it was the most watched thing on uh, on Cody and all these uh, different things that I don't use. And I decided that I would give it a try. And it's definitely what I need in my life. It's full of nostalgia. It's uh, very comedic at times. A lot of melodramatic overacting. A lot of very insane characters. There's this guy, uh, 
and his name is uh, Leo, and he's like one of the bad guy. I'm not gonna spoil no spoilies for you, but Leo's amazing, and Leo beats his wife, and there's nothing to like about this character at all, and he just goes, "Where's my sandwich, Shelly? Do you wash all the laundry, Shelly?" And it's just super, like, just a stereotypical abusive boyfriend. And every character is like that. They're over-the-top stereotype characters. And I love everything about this show. So I'm working my way up to the new season. I'm loving it. And today's episode is brought to you by Twin Peaks. So also during my vacation, I decided to check out a local comedy show. There's a... there's a friend that I grew up with that recently took to stand-up comedy, I'd say uh, in the past year or so, maybe it's been longer, and he's been doing these weekly shows in San Luis Obispo, California at Metro Brew, Thursday night, 9 o'clock, every Thursday, right? So Thursday's my day off from from everything. I don't have to do anything on Thursday. I don't even poop on Thursday. So I have the whole day free. Every Thursday, I just kind of, you know, uh, fuck off and do other things besides go and support my friend's comedy show because for some reason, I have it in my head. I think I like, I think I confused a comedy show with an open mic night to where I thought that I was going to go there and see a bunch of people that didn't really know how to do comedy. But I ended up going and I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's go check it out. You're never going to see it if you don't go. So I went there, and every single person that was on stage was funny. Everyone. Like, I was laughing my ass off the whole time. I had probably the most fun that I've had anywhere in, I'm going to say, 27 years since the original Twin Peaks was on the air. That was the last time I had this much fun. I was four years old. And I got, uh, I got uh, like a remote control car for Christmas. And I crashed it. But right before... I crashed it, and right after I got it, I was equally as happy as I was (laughs) Thursday night at that comedy show. So if anybody in the area that is listening to this that is within an hour or two of San Luis Obispo, California, I highly recommend checking it out at Metro Brew every Thursday night at 9 o'clock. So that's what I've been doing on my vacation. I hope your vacation as well. You're probably still working. So I'm sorry that I even brought up that and said vacation a lot. And I'm sorry I can't stop saying it now. So today we are going to do a re-upload. So I'm just going to give you an old episode since we are on vacation. And that episode is number 223, The Future of Gaming. Now this one caught a lot of traction. Um, A lot of people liked it. We got a lot of plays on it. This is definitely a fan favorite, and it's what you guys want to hear. That's what I'm doing. I'm just picking things that I think you guys want to hear. So if you're a new listener and you haven't made it all the way back to this yet, then here's an episode for you that could be new. If you heard this and you were around when we did it, then uh, then I'm sorry. Then go back and listen to something that you haven't heard. If you heard every single episode, then that's awesome. We love you. You're doing great. But at least you got a cool... Uh, you know, eight minutes off the top. That's brand new. This was recorded today. So here we go. You guys ready? Let's do it. Today's episode is all about video games. We're kicking off video week. And there's no better way to do that 
than to kick it off with a nice, fresh song that makes everybody think of nostalgia and better times. And that's the NHP theme song. The Natural Habitat Podcast. Sons of bitches, what's up? This is Ricky the Man Slackjaw Duggins, and you're here at the All You Can Eat Rock Talk Buffet Show. You see the size of that chicken? Holy crap, no, guys. We're here. We're live, and it's going down in an amazing way. What the fuck is this? Hey, what the, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, who is this? Get this guy out of my studio. Dude, get the get the fuck out of my chair. Get the fuck out of here, man. What the fuck? Hey, this Jerry. ain't the redneck show. Jerry, you need to come and get this get this fool out of here. Get both of them out of here. How did you yeah. let this happen? I don't know. What the fuck? I don't fuck? know what he was thinking. Dude, there's like some sort of crazy redneck here in a silk shirt. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. It's all fucking bedazzled. <laughs> bedazzled. We need to... We, all right, we're putting our own lock on the door from now on. Uh-huh. When, yeah. when we leave, we're padlocking we need a fucking, this shit. Uh, one of those eye ones, or like a fucking. We need a breath one where it just knows us by our breath. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that that was possible. <laughs> it is now. We just created it. Fuck yeah, that's how shit gets made, sci fi style. Hey, let me just say something. Uh, all bullshit aside, I wasn't feeling too good today or yesterday. I had, I've been working on this little side project. It's going to remain a secret until further notice. Oh, and shit. I kind of got like a lightweight heat exhaustion yesterday. And I was like kind of feeling fucked up. I was like throwing up and shit. Came home and I didn't really sleep much last night. And then today I wake up and I know I got a podcast and shit. And I'm fucking still not feeling very good at all. And I start smoking dab and I feel 100% better. Man, that's dope. See, yeah, like no, no joke. I feel like no nausea anymore, no headache, no anything. I feel one hundred percent different. Nice. And I, I was, I was gonna say we've been hanging out and talking for like an hour already, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed that you didn't yeah. feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's crazy, man. And I just want to like attribute that to the concentrate and just like the shit is real. The benefits that you get from the shit is not just made up. It's like all like. All jokes aside, you know, we do talk about a lot of like a lot of things that marijuana does and there's really not a lot of studies to actually back it up. But I'm telling you what I feel in my body. I'm telling you right now, like I don't feel high. I feel like medicated. I feel like I'm fucking healing myself. You know, it's not I'm not like. I don't know how else to explain it to you. It's like, like you, a, it's a, it's really a miracle drug. It is. I swear like, to God. Like you took some cough and cold medicine that is doing its job very, very well. 
Honestly, yeah, yeah, it feels exactly the same. And especially if you have something that that has a high CBD, then yeah. that's really good for your stomach indigestion, all that. Yeah, shit. I mean, like I'm still getting high or whatever, but I'm reaping the medicinal benefits from it. Yeah, I'm. It's a testament to it. Honestly, like I can fucking positively tell you that you know the shit works, and it and it's crazy. And you want, and now I understand. You know, like why people use it for pain, why people use it to get off of their other meds that they're on. You know, and I'm, it's, a, it's a real thing. And for anybody to not look at it as that is retarded, you know. And, and it's funny that um, they just reneged on the new classification for it. And yeah. um, it's going to remain a Schedule 1 drug. And, and I think that it's bullshit. And I think that this just goes to show you that your government doesn't care about you. You know, they don't. They don't give a fuck about you. They want to peddle fucking pharmaceuticals that are killing more people than fucking old age and alcohol. You know, it's ridiculous. And for them to not have you your best interests in mind is something that you should think about, you know? Yeah. And, and it's not it's not just weed either, you know? It's every single thing in life. Everything that we're dealing with today is a product of a government that doesn't care about us. This fucked up system that we're living in and like how we have to choose between the lesser of two evils right now with the presidency and all the hatred and racism and, and systemic bullshit that's happening right now every day. That's it's all coming from one place. Yeah. And how and everybody we, we allowed it and how everybody's being watched and everything's all being, you know, all the data is being kept. That's like a conspiracy theorist's worst nightmare. Yeah, is true right now. It's proven to be true and it's happening. And uh, yeah, man, it's fucking, it's crazy. We're gonna we're gonna get off and go back into the video game world. But I just I just had to get that out uh, there and let you know that you know this shit really is a miracle medicine drug. It's not a fucking fluke. Yeah, and And for the for the DEA to say that it has no medical value is bullshit. Yeah, one hundred percent. And what it all is is it's because the war on drugs. You know, more than half of it, more than half of it is marijuana. And, you know, marijuana bus, those are the easiest people to bus because they're high, they have kids, they're fucking watching cartoons. They're, they're not, you know, gang members with AK-47s. Now some of them are because they need to be, but, you know, it's a real easy target to get someone that's growing weed illegally. So if they keep it, you know, gray area, illegal here, illegal there, then there's more people they could bust. And just the ratio in 2015 of, you know, of actual flour like marijuana and plants that were turned in by the DEA versus money that was turned in by the DEA is like drastically different to where, yeah, of course. yeah they're fucking taking all this money, buying boats and fucking sending their kids to college. Or whatever, and shit. yeah. And, yeah. It's, and, and they, all that. They use a different name for it. They call it asset forfeiture or whatever. Yeah. And, you know. But and, they turned in some money. They turned in like something like, like $70,000. And I know people that have half of that in their house right now. <laughs> that that only deal in weed, you know what I mean? So it's like you're trying to tell me that that's all they got in a whole year. Yeah, there's no way. And all that money is gonna stop if they can't do that. So they know what they're doing, and it's all fucked right. up. Yeah, no more, no more. Uh, Let's get no into this. Fucking... This is the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is the Antichrist. And uh, today, like you were saying before, is a great day. You're feeling great now. Now that yeah. you now that you took these dabs. Now I'm feeling I'm great. I'm feeling rather positive today. Um, everybody out there that's joining us, you know, you have some sort of mobile device or computer or tablet with internet connection. So you're doing pretty good. You're doing better than some people. You know, there's people out there that don't have any connection to podcasts or information. 
So I just want to have a little moment of silence for the people out there that don't have access for like to all of this free information. You know what I mean? We're the lucky few. So just a little, everybody bow your heads, a little moment of silence. All right. All, All right. right. Cool. So, uh, so today we're kicking off video game week. Video games week. <laughs> I can videos never, games week. Yeah, videos game week. And uh, you know we were we were talking about it and just how crazy. We always talk about how crazy everything's changing, how things are rapidly growing since technology has been made, and this is one big you know piece of that technology is video games, and we moved from. You know, in a very short time, we moved from Pong, which was two white lines with a white ball bouncing around in between, to submersive virtual reality, to where they make virtual reality games that actually open up your adrenaline glands when shit happens. And that doesn't happen when you're playing. Yeah, because it's like full immersion. Yeah, like it, you can play Xbox 360 and be in the most insane thing, but your, your actual adrenaline gland in your brain won't open. But if you're in this submersed you know, reality, then your body thinks it's real. So we've gone really fucking far in, you know, 50 years. Yeah, and we're getting very close to the, the singularity. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. What are you going to plug into? What am I going to plug into? Yeah, like say you get to just go full retard and connect and like have a fucking uh, feed tube and everything, evacuation tube, so you could just plug the fuck in and just tune out, what would you what would you plug into? Shit. That's a tough one, man. I know, right? Because like there's so many options. There's like the the really the option is like your own mind, like whatever yeah. fucking And there's you know. a there's an infinite amount of options, but if I choose one, is that like my infinite that's where I go? Well that's where you go, yeah. You get to plug in. So you I don't get to like so like Every time you plug in, it would probably be a different experience. You had to program it before you go in, you know? Yeah. Because otherwise, how else would you get there? You can't control something while you're immersed in it. So it's like it has to have some type of parameters, right? Just like All right. everything. All right, I got it. Uh, so I would be on, on a huge-ass like spaceship, like a spaceship that is like the size of Texas. It'll be flown through space. And it has all different types of uh, all different types of terrains and landforms. There's like a desert on it. Star Trek. Yeah, and there's like fucking you know there's there's like a uh, big Alps and mountains and shit that like we could ski on. There's a beach and all this shit. So all these different things, and uh, it'll be filled with a mixture of like uh, like my friends and you know people that I like having around me and like my like my idols and influences in life like a bunch of people that like i like look up like look up to and shit and like actors and fucking musicians and whatnot and then <clears throat> i'd have a bunch of my enemies there as well so that me and my friends and all my favorite actors and musicians can all just pick on all my enemies all the time and then uh i'd probably fill the rest up with just harlots like just promiscuous women <laughs> yeah that's a good one i like that yeah what about you um, I don't know, man. I think I would probably like, I would never plug in an impermanence. Yeah. So I, th I think like if I did, it would be 
Um, I would probably just like plug into movies or like, you know, things like that. Like I'd plug into a fucking Big Trouble in Little China episode or I plug into a fucking, you know, something that has some type of like nostalgic thing for me. That way I could actually like feel it and live it instead of um, having to live it through a third party, you know? Yeah, that's dope. And I think that that's, that's where it's going because there's a, you know, with all these reality things and everything starting to look real and once they cross the uncanny valley and it becomes this actual thing, then they'll start making movies. You know, the first one is Hardcore Henry. That's the first, first person movie to where if they film it with a 360 degree camera, then you can look through the eyes of the character and also look wherever you want. So you could turn your head all the way around and look behind you. So you see the movie however you want to see the movie. And then someone else will see it in a totally different experience because they're paying attention to different things. So that just gave me a good idea, like um, a 360 canvas screen for a theater. If you film stuff with 360 cameras, then you can put the fucking screen all the way around you and everybody sits in the middle. Damn, that's dope. And then you like have swivel seats or yeah. whatever so you could like be immersed in whatever part you want to look at. You know what I mean? That would be legit as fuck. Right. And then you wouldn't even need the VR. You'd just be there already. That'd be fresh. But yeah. it'd be hard to make it to where people don't miss a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Because I'm high and like half retarded. So I'd be looking around and Right, but everything. that's the thing though. That That's always going to be the same no matter how you watch it. No matter how you watch a regular movie, no matter how you watch one that you're immersed in, that's always going to be the same. You're in control of what you see. Nobody else will ever see what you see. And, and so like every time you watch something or every time you become immersed in it or whatever, you're going to see a different part every time because you didn't notice that because you're focusing on a different part now or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you never watch a movie the same way twice is what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. So it's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. Well, the shit's getting crazy, man. And it's only, there's really no guessing on where it's going to go. But, uh, yeah, because it'd probably be all of it. It'd probably be a little bit of everything, you know? Yeah. But what we are going to do after this break is guess about where it's going to go. He's back. He's here. He's Mario. He's the new Mucho Mario in Super Mario All Stars. So much Mario, it's a Mario's Forgers board. It's all the wigged out Mario adventures you've ever played and then some. This is juiced up 16 bit only on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So it's awesome Mario. In your face Mario. It's Raccoon Mario. Mario throwing fireballs. Mario throwing turnips. Four games, including the new Lost Level. Mario, like you've never seen it. What's two plus two? Mario, capital of Ohio. Mario. You're going to live, breathe, eat, sleep. Mario. Four Mario games, including the never before seen Lost Level. Super Mario All Stars. Now you're playing with superpowers. All right, welcome back. So, um, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you guys out here have heard about this game, brand new game that came out, and it's called No Man's Sky. And um, the the deal with this game is that it's a open universe as opposed to an open world game, and they make it to where you know you start with a ship stranded on some island, you get enough shit to <coughs> get your ship running, and you go and explore. There's um, 18 billion billion unique explorable planets. Um, it kind of like randomly generates stuff. As you get places, it'll generate solar systems, planets, uh, animals, all this music and shit. And instead of having it all stored somewhere 
in the cloud or on the disk or something. It's just, you know, an algorithm and some sort of math function. So the game's making itself as it goes. And it's a really trippy concept. There's yeah, so it's hard to wrap your mind around like what they're trying to do unless you understand the formats that they're using. Yeah. And, and what they're doing is they're like, you're mining things, right? Like the game, that the purpose of the game is to collect. Like you're collecting experiences throughout the game. You're collecting um, <coughs> species, animals, fucking plants, organisms, whatever, um, galaxies, planets asteroids fucking whatever you know whatever their set parameters are and so you're you're collecting all these things throughout the game and then it also has a uh <coughs> it has a a mission involved also so there's like a way a purpose to the game to like try to beat it as well yeah something you have to do and, and it's not but so it's kind of like a mix of just kind of free flowing. Like I heard that there's no cutscenes, or yeah. or anything like that. But there is a final objective that you have to do, and you know it's fucking it's a crazy thing. It's crazy enough to where the developers that made the game can't even check if the game is working properly. So they sent virtual probes out into space in the game to explore for like flaws and problems with uh like the coding and shit imagine that you know yeah that's fucking heavy that's heavy as fuck it's a crazy huge scale and something that hasn't been done before and it's just the tipping point you know it's just the beginning of like what to expect for the next generation of these type of games now my only worry is that uh <coughs> it's just a fucking PC game, you know, it's not a... Yeah, it's PC and PS4, right? Yeah. And so, like, it has to... Um, their their parameters are not the same as, like, a fluid console game would be, you know? Yeah. <coughs> they have more, like... I don't know. They just play different. Yeah, and uh, it seems like that's, like... Ten years ago, it was teams. Like, you were on Team Xbox or Team PlayStation. And now, just recently, since they made it all, like, the cross-compatibility and shit, that's the big thing to where if you have a new game that comes out, you want everybody to be able to play it. Yeah. And it's uh, it's weird, like, the evolution of it. You know what I mean? How when it first started, it was just a couple companies everybody got into the game and then it was like Nintendo and Sega and there was like Nintendo kids and Sega kids. Yeah. And there wasn't really a lot of crossover until now. So Yeah, well yeah, once um uh, it was Nintendo Nintendo and Sega and then fucking PlayStation. Yeah. And then Xbox. And and once those two came out, then they, they kinda like opened up the market for everything else. And, it, and really, it wasn't like, that's when it became all connected, you know? Like, it really just opened up the market for all the game designers and, like, the, those companies because they're the ones who made the shit for everybody. So, it, it really, like, connected the dots. And now we're on this fucking cross-platform, like you said, to where, like, everything kind of has to, like, relate. You know, everything has to be, like, transferable. You should be able to, like, walk from your Xbox 
over to your laptop and continue to play yeah. while you got to go out the door or over to your tablet or whatever. And it has to be a smooth transition from one format to the next and it has to play the same or it's there's a, too much lost, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's and hard to get to know. It's hard to be a console player and a PC gamer because when you're a PC gamer, you're using commands and directional pads and a mouse. You know, you're using a lot of different functions. That doesn't translate well to an Xbox controller. Yeah, you lose a lot of your a lot of your control because there's all these different things that you can do, all these shortcut keys, you could change right. your change your mouse's sensitivity and you can't change the sensitivity of your joystick on Xbox. Yeah, you can. You can now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah, I guess know. you're right. You can in some games. Or in the new one, the Xbox One. And on the new controller as well. Dope. Yeah, you have a lot of options like um, you could change the height of your sticks. You can change like um, your trigger, make it have like a fucking hair trigger. You could like, there's a lot of shit. Yeah, that's dope. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So like, and that's another thing too is like people like I'm a console player, so I don't, I don't translate to a computer whatsoever. Like, I'd be fucking lost. You know what I mean? And and there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. And and vice versa. You know, saying people. People who say that they started on PC always say that that's better than consoles, even when they make the switch. Yeah, that's uh, that's just how it is. I mean, I think it's just more. I think it's the more control, and plus, PCs had better graphics before you know your standard game consoles did. The game consoles were still in like standard definition back when you could get like 120 frames per second playing quake and shit mm -hmm. so they kind of were like ahead of the curve when it came to like processing and they started making computers that were just for gaming and had all these special processors and video cards and extra fans and all this shit so uh yeah i i think it definitely is better i really wouldn't know i did play computer games but i never had like a pimp computer i remember playing like doom the old school Doom and then the new Doom when they revamped it and it was all dark and shit and hella creepy and you could you could either shoot your gun, like aim your gun, or use your flashlight and you couldn't do both. So you were just shooting into the darkness and then you'd have to pull out your flashlight and see what was going on and then shoot into the darkness again. Yeah. And it was just a creepy feel when you have the headphones on. That was another thing is that with, uh, with PCs you could do headphones which is way more subversive in the game, way before you could do it on any consoles. Like no PlayStations or PlayStation 1s or the original Xbox. None of those yeah. had headphones. So, Yeah, well, um, the consoles have <laughs> more than closed the gap, though. Yeah, they have. You know, like Xbox One is leaps and bounds ahead of PC, I, I believe, because... Yeah, so I think that all the arguments are gone. They're all... Yeah, you know, like it's definitely, definitely a new game. But that's what I mean about like transferring from one to the next. You know, now it's like a pretty level playing field. I feel like PlayStation's engines are not as fast or like as smooth as Xbox, and I feel like Xbox has better visual shit than the computer. And I feel like you know it's kind of like, but it's connected. Microsoft is very smart, and they've created all their platforms to basically run the same. Yeah. So it's getting to the point now where. You know, it's right there. We're on the fucking verge. And now you're adding a, a VR headset and you're transferring that to each setting as well. You know what I'm saying? Like wherever you're going. So 
whether it's on the console that you're using it or fucking whatever, you know? Yeah. And uh, especially with with the headsets and the VR, with Oculus Rift and HTC Vive coming out now, and there's being like a lot of money poured into that shit by all kinds of corporations and all yeah. kinds of gaming companies. So that- yeah, it's it's coming already for Xbox too. There's a new uh, the, the Xbox S or yeah. whatever, and it, and it's gonna be the same. We just got an update for you know what Cortana is. That's like the like the assistant chick or whatever. Yeah, it's basically Siri. Yeah, for, for PlayStation. Fucking, for uh, Microsoft. Oh yeah. So um, Xbox has it now, and um, you can talk to it through your headset now. You don't even need to connect. Dope. So yeah, you just say the commands to Cortana, and she fucking runs your shit for you. See, that's fresh. Yeah, that's next level shit. If you have a fucking wireless headset, that's all you need. You don't even need a controller, really. You just want to watch TV. Yeah. Pop on your wireless headset. Hey, Cortana, turn your shit on, bitch. Change it to bitch, so you can be like, hey, bitch. Yeah. And then she'll listen. You could. I don't think you can do that, but you can't change the command name. Why not? Because it's a fucking trademark thing that you got going on. Yeah, I guess you can't do it with Siri. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But um, you can ask it random questions like Siri, and it will give you fucked up answers and shit. Nice. That's really, that's what it's all about, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, they're putting the human in it, you know? I mean, like, of course we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you found this review on that game No Man's Sky. Yeah. From this uh, guy on YouTube. Yeah, he's just got his own channel. I'm sure he does this all the time. I wasn't really familiar with him, but I found him. And I liked his, uh, what, where he was going with it. And it was very, like, uh, unbiased opinion. And he just kind of, like, lays out the facts about the game. So we're going to listen to some of this and smoke a little bit and hear his uh, unbiased review. Tonight, I want to talk to you a little bit about No Man's Sky. I want to talk to you about the game, my first impressions of it. But I also really want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the problems the game has had, specifically centering on the height. So No Man's Sky drops today, uh, as of the time this video is being released. Uh, the PC version will drop in three days. The reason for the PC release is supposedly to make sure that the PC version is up to snuff so that we don't get a bad version of it. Some people have cynically said it might be to push sales of the PlayStation version, which might be true, and if it is true, i got to tell you, Sean Murray, you got me because I bought it on PlayStation tonight so that I could make a review of it here on the channel and, and give some first impressions, even though I primarily plan to play it on PC. Supposedly, it could take you anywhere between 20 to 40 hours to, quote, beat the game, uh, achieve the final goal, which I won't mention here because I don't want to spoil much until I get to the spoilers section of the video. Uh, but that said, it would be very difficult for anybody who even did this for a living and dedicated themselves to get that final impression of the game well enough to review it. Now, that's not to say that the first impressions aren't very good because it looks like every streamer I know that's played it, everybody on my Twitter feed, the people over at NeoGAF, the people over at Reddit, pretty much everybody who's played this game for at least a couple of hours, including myself, are fairly blown away with it, and I'll talk about why, uh, but I think that it just shows that the quality of the game must be pretty damn good. This must it be? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, that's what my reaction to it was. It what? That's what my reaction was to it. <laughs> uh, 
when when I first heard about it. I was fucking yeah, like, yeah, me too, right? Like it's, it's something new. Yeah, regardless of gameplay and how fucking fun or boring it is, or how similar the planets are, it's it's something brand new, something that's crazy new, a new beginning to like a new genre. Yeah, and that's important, yeah. you know. And those don't come along all the time. Uh, most most games, most everything is like one off something else, you know, something that's already been done, uh-huh. whatever it is, you know. So I feel like this is important because of what it's trying to do, and somebody will capitalize on it and perfect it eventually. So like, it, this shit is great. Yeah, definitely. So um, we, uh, you want to play a little bit more of this guy's thing? Um, yeah, no. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, no. Okay, I got something. Yeah, check this out. Check, we were talking it. about reviews. Uh-huh. And we were talking about how Rotten Tomatoes is bullshit. Yeah. And how they don't even have the fucking credentials to be reviewing shit. They shouldn't be, you know, 70 reviewers to a population of hundreds of millions that are going to watch, you know, or yeah. whatever. It's to one of the most known movie review sites Ever. Yeah, it's not qualified, you know, and then when you dig deep down the rabbit hole, you find out, you know, where it comes from. So that brings up a point to me like this guy is an actual person who should be credentialed to, to review this because he plays the fucking shit. You feel me? Like he's he is a streamer. He has a channel. He's a fucking he's a pro. He plays all these things. You know, he knows what the fuck he's talking about because he's immersed in it. And yeah. that's that's how I feel. Everything should be, you know, if you're going to be a critic of something, you have to be immersed in it and be a part of it for you to be qualified. If you're just a fan of something, what qualifies you to say whether it's good or not? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I agree. I'm sorry, but that, that doesn't hold true anymore. You know, if you're not affiliated with it or have any know-how about it or even understand like how it works, I don't think you're qualified enough to be reviewing it. And it's And it's the same way with like, UFC fighting, you know, in the UFC, the judges have never fought or have anything to do with fighting. You know what I'm saying? They're just dudes that are paid through like the Nevada Gaming Commission or whatever. You know, they're just like regular people. They're fucking nobodies. And I don't agree with that either. It's like the same. So like critics of things, you can't really, you can't really trust anymore, you know, yeah. because, you know, that they're, they're always like pushing whatever agenda, you know, they're, they're fucking... With it toting whatever line, you know, see, so I think the next generation of critics is going to be important. The next generation of ones are going to be like this guy right here. Yeah. You know, people like us also, because we're immersed in it, you know, I mean, people like. You want people that are in that world because like we were talking about it before um, Final Fantasy. Like I don't play Final Fantasy. You don't play Final Fantasy. They're not, they're not my kind of games, but you know, Fucking all kinds of people do. It's a huge thing, and they still, yeah, they still keep making Final Fantasy games. Like the twentieth one just came out, or whatever. So, yeah, uh, yeah. There's always there's always a a niche market for everybody, and if you don't know anything about it, then you can't review it, and it shouldn't just be a huge umbrella thing. I mean, like I, so like you could like we do it in a sense, right? Like we do it as fans. Super fans. So, like, when, we, when we're when we doing reviews of things, we're doing reviews of things that we've already seen a hundred times that we're super fans of. Yeah. So, you know, like, that's different 
than the average movie critic or whatever that's going to watch every movie that comes out. And depending on, like, you know, who makes it is how they're going to review it. Yeah. Especially when Rotten Tomatoes is owned by Universal or whatever, they're going to favor some movies yeah, more than it, others, you know? And, and I feel like you can't be affiliated in no sense. You have to be, like, you know, separated. Yeah. You have to have experience, but you have to be fucking independent. I want to uh, I want to break it down real fast because it is creepy. What it is is uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is owned by Fandango, which is owned by Universal, which is owned by Comcast. So that's where all these ratings come from, and that's why there's only seventy people. They don't use the same. Young Jamie blew it wide open. He fucking yeah. did a bunch of fucking bunch of research the other day, yeah. and. We were talking about it, and it all makes sense. You know what I mean? It makes sense that it's like it's biased reviews to try to get people to go oh, watch their movies, and it's an old. That's times of the. That's like a way of the past to where you would have critics telling you what's good and what's bad, and you had these you know trusted people like Rotten Tomatoes or Siskel and Ebert, whatever right, right, you call right. it, you know. But and now so, it's all about people that are in that world because there's more people now. There's more people. Right. We can all interact with each other online. So you want to hear from somebody that's in that world instead of somebody that is just a trusted voice that you can't trust because they're being paid to say something. All right. Okay. Now that brings me to my next point, which is other ratings on uh, YouTube and other places like that. Yeah. Fan ratings and shit, you know. Fan ratings don't fucking mean shit. They don't. You know what I mean? Like they they voted the the new Call of Duty to be the worst game ever, and it, and there's no way it's gonna be because the, uh, like it the Infinite Warfare one. Yeah, and it, and like if you know anything about the series, you would know that Infinity Ward is gonna be making this game, and. Um, Infinity Ward always makes the best Call of Duties. You know, it was only Infinity Ward in the beginning, and then Treyarch became another maker in the brand, uh-huh. and they they started making the Black Ops brand, and they created Nazi zombies and all that shit. And then the third one that just came in was um, Sledgehammer, and they just made the last game, Advanced Warfare, which was really good. So out of the three, Infinity Ward is obviously going to be the best because they're the fucking original. They're the OGs. They know what the fans want. They're actually connected to, like, you know, what, what people want and what people need or expect from the next version. Yeah. They're the ones making this version. And, and so, think, like, you know, there's little know, tales to me that say that this is going to be the best one ever. Yeah. I think they know, like, the progression of it, too, because they've been in it for so long. They have a better... You know, they're in that life, like we're saying. So they have a better uh, estimate on what is going to be the next thing. Just like for, for old PC gamers, uh, might know Valve. I don't know if you know uh, Valve and Steam. They made uh, all the Half-Life games and mm-hmm. fucking uh, a bunch of other shit, like the Portal games and all this new shit that came out and a bunch of other stuff that I'm forgetting. And um, they were like a big uh, game uh, developer. And Valve is the company that owns HTC Vive. They created the HTC Vive, which is the new shit in virtual reality. So they're the old school 
been in it forever, know what they're doing, know what the cutting edge is. And I think it's cool that these old titans that used to be household names in gaming are once again household names in the future of gaming. And and all all these kids might not know who they are, but they've been around forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, and my point with the bad ratings from the fans was that, you know, they heard this one was going to be like in space or whatever, and people start jumping the gun. Old fans that like want Call of Duty to go back to like what it used to be, back to like World War II style gaming. You know, people are throwing like um, not real opinions out. People are just throwing, blurting out fucking whatever. They're not actually saying what they think the gameplay will be like you know yeah they're just just like they're just throwing like at the idea of whatever it's gonna be they're like oh this sucks why are they doing this but then when it comes out you're still gonna buy it yeah it's gonna be the fucking best game ever you're gonna be you're gonna look like a dummy for talking all that shit you know and let's let's watch the trailer it happens every time we got the trailer right here for uh infinite warfare reveal trailer so run it This is a full blown Death count continues to rise and there's no end in sight. This is Top Cat Sovereign. Divert and deploy all available assets immediately. Holy shit. Let's get to the tower. Go, go, go. Damn. Yeah. It looks dope, man. Watch this shit, though. So sick. Is there some gameplay in here? We are now at war with the settlement defense front. Godspeed. You, you fly this that shit? This is what ship? it's gonna look like. You're first person in the fucking plane. What? Look at this. You're following these fucking airships straight up out into space. What? What? Dude, this shit is next level shit, bro. This is gonna be fucking Call of Duty on steroids. And it's gonna be fucking awesome. Damn, dude. This shit's gonna be intense, dude. Fuck that, yeah. That, the um, the you actual just... fucking story mode, you know what I'm saying? That shit's gonna be fucking crazy. So you're just flying a fucking spaceship around. Well, that's just part of it. You know, yeah. you're flying out to, like, where your mission's at. Look it. You got to fucking get out. You go up inside the ships, and you go fucking... You're fighting wars and shit. You go to other planets, and you get out on the planets, and fucking... You know, like, it's it's going to be nuts, bro. It's going to be... It's, it's the next level of, like, what future soldiers are going to be like yeah. in, in some time. But it's going to be the same gameplay, you know? It's going to be, like... It's gonna feel real. Every every bit of it's gonna feel real, you know. From whatever weapons you're using to the way that you have to reload them and carry them, from the way that you move and crawl or get or get wherever you go. If you watch in that trailer, you see like how how gravity affects you in some parts, uh-huh. and like it's nuts, bro. It's it's all realistic, you know. And that's what's cool about Call of Duty is that it really gives you that feeling of like how it would be. Yeah, I think that's why Call of Duty's always been so popular because it wasn't. It wasn't like 
other games that would like over embellish and just like have the craziest guns or have like the you know these things were real like you you snap in the fucking clip and you watch every shell fucking come out and like it has recoil in the controller and you feel it as it happens and like you know it it makes you think like you're out on the battlefield you know it makes you makes you think ahead ahead of like what's your next move where you're gonna go after like it makes you think of like what you can do with the amount of ammunition you have makes you like really playing for shit it's pretty deep immersed game for sure you know like call of duty gets hectic yeah it looks like it's gonna be fucking one of the craziest ones i was never uh i was never deep into the call of, call of duty world you know what i mean yeah i play modern warfare 3 i have that one that one's good and I get down on that every once in a while. I'll play online and shit. Yeah, that one's good. But uh, yeah, I started at like number four, Call of Duty four. Yeah. And then every game since. See, that's another one that's just a huge fucking franchise, and it's crazy how it just used to be, you know, like Nintendo and all this old shit, and then there was a couple different game franchises. You had your, you know, your Sonic games and your Mario games and your Zelda games and all these things that caught on and now it's just on steroids like who would have known that it would have gotten so huge to where video games is a giant way of life it's not just a thing that kids play with in their rooms to you know pass the time until dinner's ready or whatever it's fucking like people dedicate their lives to this twitch is now a thing to where people watch and pay to w watch people play video games yeah, I mean, like... And you get to see their gameplay and their webcam. There's an advantage to some of it because, like, if you're a fan and a gamer and you want to watch how a pro plays to yeah. elevate your game... And that, that used to be a thing back in the day was you would watch, you would watch demo videos of some yeah. of the top players playing the game and then you would study them and things that they did. Yeah, play, it's like cheating. It's yeah, like places they hate and shit. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to give this dude a shout out because we were talking about um, earlier Final Fantasy games and shit. And there was this dude, uh, a Korean um, independent developer named Yang Bing, and he loved the new Final Fantasy game so much. Final Fantasy fifteen, I think it was, and. Uh, he was like a really big fan of the whole franchise, loved that. And then he took the art style of that and like a Ninja, Ga Ninja Gaiden kind of thing and uh, created his own game in two years. It's called Lost Soul Aside, and he did it completely by himself. He didn't have anyone else help him. He had some people that had invested money. Uh, he like took some investors did it all himself, created this game in two years, and it looks really good. There's like yeah. a few parts where it's like, you know, a ripoff of certain games and the backgrounds are kind of like copies of things in Final Fantasy, but he wasn't making it, you know, as a developer right. to put out a game. He was making it like in homage to something that he loved, and it turned out to be a beautiful game, and instead of the regular Final Fantasy you know, you kind of get to hit people every once in a while and then you go into, like, fighting RPG mode where you got to throw spells and use your healing powers and all this shit. Instead of that, he just did hack and slash where you just fuck shit up the whole time. So it's like a mix of what 
a mix of all these different things that people like. And it's being called the most ambitious game ever made. And uh, people should go check out the gameplay trailer. It's fresh. Lost Soul aside. Nice. Yeah, I watched it with you earlier, and I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah, it just goes to show that, you know, if you have the passion and the love for something, you could do anything. Yep. And then now people are signing him to develop games. You know what I mean? People are already in contact with him and want him to be like a head developer on certain games and blah, 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 and all this shit. So if one guy can do that, imagine what he could do with a team of people. Yeah, and, no doubt. That's what I mean. Yeah, multiple he was very computers. Limited. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy, man. We don't know where it's going to go at all, but I'm enjoying the ride. I know. Video games are the shit, bro, honestly. Like, it's a great way to, like, stress relief and, you know, it's a great way to, like, keep in contact with friends and, I mean, like, it's just, like, a, a cool escape from, yeah. like, a lot of bullshit and it's, I don't know, and it's good for you. It's healthy. It's, like, sharp, sharpens your mind and your memory and shit and it's, like, oh, yeah. no. Especially if it's like, you know, a long, a longer game that takes a while to play. Yeah. Like, uh, like I just restarted Red Dead Redemption, and I love that game. I loved it the first time through. Played the zombie fucking expansion pack, and I just started it again. And what it's like, it's like the feeling of binge watching a good show on yeah. Netflix. Like, yeah. like you come home, you're looking forward to it all day. You fucking have like this bowl that's all special for your fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> you get all lit, you fucking play it, and it gives you, like, it entertains you and gives you this escape, like you're saying, for, you know, a good however many weeks or months that it takes you to play it, and then you just go on with your life to the next thing, but it's a good, uh, it's good therapy, I think. Yeah, I agree, dude, I think it's legit, I think fucking, I think it's gonna keep on growing, and it's crazy how fast it grew, it blew up, and took over everything really like now now games are like selling out arenas you know yeah. people are filling up arenas just to watch people video game and that's some next level shit you know and people ain't fucking filling up arenas to watch movies no people ain't filling up arenas to do shit really you know except for maybe some like super huge concert or maybe some kevin hart show <laughs> yeah <laughs> Kevin Hart could do that. Yeah. And you know what else is getting big is live podcasts, which uh, which we're gonna yeah, be, we're, like gonna, we're gonna be doing a live podcast in 2018. So everybody get ready for that. Yeah. And if it's past 2018 that you listen to this, there's I'm so sorry. There's probably more coming up. Yeah. You never know. And we'll be right back. Oh shit! Hold on, I wasn't ready. Hey Scotty, what level are you at with these Sega games? Safari Hunt Ghostbusters Jumplifter Black Belt Hang on Yeah! So, what level can you get to? Look for Sega's Ghostbusters Great Volleyball and Shooting Gallery Alright, we're back So, um Did you find those? They said to look for them I did not find them, but I'm sure I did back in my childhood, back when that originally was on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to thank Pat and Nat for supplying us with this giant box of old uh, television commercials. Yeah, it's They're pretty like, dope. Uh, It's like a box of toys, and you open up the mouths on the toys, and they say the commercial. 
of the corresponding toys. So it's weird. It's like some sort of voodoo shit. If you'd like to see more, go on Instagram and look for after these messages. That's right. That is a that's that's a page that you found, right? You were telling me about it. Yeah, that's that new uh, that new shit. That new shit. Uh, we actually we gave them a shout out. Uh, you know, like a, like a week or two ago, and then they added our website to their description, which I thought was nice. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, a little double shout out. So, whoever you guys are, you mysterious fellas, we like your style and cartoons, <laughs> or no, and uh, commercials. Commercials, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna edit that out. I'm gonna edit. Yeah. I'm gonna edit yeah. all this out. This whole thing. It's all gonna be edited out. So, games you're looking forward to in the future, like uh, coming soon. I'm gonna throw out that um, that new uh, that new Red Dead Redemption that they're talking about. They uh, <clears throat> Rockstar said that they're gonna be releasing a game in April of next year to hold people off for the new Grand Theft Auto and keep people entertained. And there's nice. a lot of rumors that it's gonna be a new Red Dead. So if it is, I'm gonna be excited. That's pretty dope, actually. I'm sure a lot of people would be stoked on that. Yeah. So it's like. Uh, I like like um, shit like that. I like I like the Left for Dead games. Those are dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a lot of like like story and uh, like puzzle kind of. Yeah, I was just gonna say that they should bring a lot of trivia games. I think like um, a lot of like I don't know some some party style games that you could play when you have a bunch of people over at your house. You know. Yeah. Like. Where um, multiple people take turns and you just set it to however many and you like don't even need a controller or whatever and you just talk to it and it would be legit as fuck. You remember that game? Uh, you remember that game? You don't know Jack? Yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. And or like Apple Staples or fucking whatever. You know, it could be any any type of trivia game. It could be Trivia Crack. Trivia Crack is a cell phone app or whatever. You know, like that's that's a fun ass game. And if you can incorporate it into like multiple players and keep some type of score. Which it kind of does already, but it just doesn't group do it, you know? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Some stuff like that I think would be really popular. Um, I would like to see a lot of... Uh, honestly, my biggest thing I would love to see would be some type of relationship between Microsoft and Nintendo. Because the Wii... And like the way that you play Nintendo games are not as good as Xbox. Yeah. And if we could have Mario on Xbox, it would be the fucking top of the line wine. You know what I'm saying? It would be the best of the best. It would be the fucking we the best, DJ Khaled. It would be the motherfucking <laughs> everything. You know what I'm saying? It would. And if- and I think so many people would like would kill to have that. Even yeah. like it, even on PlayStation 2, I guess, you know, I don't really fuck with PlayStation, but I mean, I'm sure it would be the same, you know what I mean? And for them to like cross promote games would be amazing because that would open up so much more money for everybody, you know? It would open up money for Nintendo, it would open up money for Xbox, everybody would get to play regardless of what system they're on, and motherfuckers could have their favorites in their favorite way of playing and that's what matters you know yeah. like my my favorite way of playing is going to be Xbox 1 and i want to play every fucking game on Xbox 1 i don't care who made it you know that's bullshit i don't give a fuck who made it i just want to play my favorite games in the same place yeah and that's how it should be and it's right? like uh 
I think here's my idea for a new Mario game because it seems to be the thing nowadays to take things that were from that were like classic childhood things and then turn them into an adult R-rated more mature version. Like uh like Pixar just did the first rated R movie or the first rated R uh CGI movie. And Sausage Party was the first like all CGI rated R movie that Pixar did. So and I just went and saw it and I could vouch for it. It's amazing. Yeah. So all these things are turning adult, you know what I mean? These things that used to just be for children are now being used yeah, to entertain adults. So someone should buy the rights to Mario, make it uh, you know, all platform game, but do it first person style and in and that evolution of Mario too. Yeah. And have it I'm thinking like have it be like a like a Resident Evil type, like dark landscape and what if we could do a first person shooter? With Mario, yeah, that's what I'm of, saying. Of the very first Mario Brothers, what do you mean? Flip that into like a new world instead of two dimensional. Yeah, now yeah. all of a sudden it's three dimensional, but it's that exact game. Yep, and you're going like down these hallways and all the shit, and everything's the same, and you got to jump yeah, over lava you pits, jump over the lavas, and yeah. do the fucking things, kill the fucking shells, and all there's that things shit. fucking popping up out of the lava pit, and you got to time it, and it, everything's from first person, and you have swimming, a, and you have a gun. Yeah, you know, and you get a fucking, you get to shoot like. Well, no, if it's shit. Mario, you don't have a gun, but I mean, like, it's still first person, I guess. You know, I'm like, saying so you could jump on or whatever. I'm saying make it rated mature, give him a gun, and let's adult this bitch. Let's make it an adult game. Yeah, and and get it, make it bloody. You know what I mean? It's like Mario means business, and it shows him all cocking his gun, and he's got blood all over his fucking overalls. And you just see bloody fucking. Well, he does have enemies and shit, so I guess that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna. What, what's the difference between dipping them, knocking them off of a boat into lava, boiling hot magma, liquid hot magma, or a bullet to the face? They're both the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're both gonna end up dying. I think they just didn't have guns back then because they were. Yeah, if you think about it, he fucking killed yeah. a lot of uh, killed a lot of people and creatures. Yeah, so it's but like, they they weren't people, so it's okay, right? Yeah, so maybe it could even be gorier without the gun and shit. You know, you're just like showing it in a three dimension, like Show stop all skin, stuff out, skin melting, it, smashing it, fucking whatever. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. We're gonna edit yeah. all that out so yeah, that so people don't it. steal that idea. <laughs> so after the editing, this episode's only gonna be like seven minutes long. Twenty minutes, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, video game videos game week has just begun. Just begun. Just begun. Uh, we're gonna be uh, I, no spoilers, but we're gonna be doing an episode on Thursday and Saturday. Yeah. It's and, happening. They're, and they're gonna be video gamey. They're gonna be in the words of Bernie Sanders, huge. Yeah. So I can't wait. Joey can't wait. Can you? I hope so. I hope you wait and come back. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we love you. We'll see you on Thursday. Natural Habitat Recordings.